0: Joining us now, right here to talk more about this matchup and the world of Joe Looney, it is the Cowboys Center. The Joe
1: Looney, hey, what's up, dude? Yeah. Hey,
0: how the Joe. heck are you?
1: I'm doing great, man. I heard that uh, Jimmy Hendrix reference. Now, hey, Joe.
0: Thank you. Hey, yeah. my dad.
1: Yeah, there it is.
0: Appreciate that one. Was your dad a big Jimmy oh, fan? Man, are You a big Jimmy fan?
1: I am, man. My dad loved him too. That's how I. That's how I learned about him, and uh, you know, Woodstock. You know, my dad used to talk about it all the time, man, you know, how he uh, played the guitar and whatnot. And yeah. my dad used to tell me he had oversized thumbs or something, too, that would help him play.
2: Really? I did not yeah. know that.
1: Yeah. So, what, so you, you fun, fun fact. You said
2: Woodstock, your dad a big-time toker, or what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that part of his life, he didn't really enlighten me about.
0: <laughs> was he there, though? Was he... was.
1: No, nah, he, he wasn't there. Way? I don't think he was there, but you know, he just talks about it. He was uh he was a big uh rock fan, but he uh he loves uh Pink Floyd, Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah, all those cats. So.
0: Yeah, people like me and Brian's generation and older like The Stories of Woodstock really permeated music culture for a long, long time and it's great to hear, you know, it, the the influence that it had just on music fans back then. You really didn't have to be anywhere close to have you know, sort of a, a, a change, a life change in how you experience music as a result of that. But, Joe, mm-hmm. with you, you know, obviously the, the the story, the occupation here being being football, we, how how are you feeling here after coming out for a couple of series against Seattle? Is everything back to 100% and all that?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely feeling better. Uh, you know, just one of those things in football where you get those nicks and nacks, those injuries where you just got to take a look at it and make sure you're all right and, you know, tape up a little bit and then get back out in there get back out there in the game but yeah I'm doing fine you know I'm around here I'm, I'm walking and running a little bit so I can't complain at all wow.
2: were you ready were you guys ready for the idea that you might be shuffling some parts along that offensive line I know now you get to your guard now your center now <laughs> Zach said he's a guard yesterday what position are you
1: I'm playing center I'm playing center but uh that was just um you know something we had talked about um just in case uh some people went down and whatnot and uh you know, Terrence was sick a, a, a little bit in the game, and uh, you know, thankfully, man, uh, me and Zach, you know, I know, I know well, Zach, you know, that was his first reps at tackle, but I played some, played some guard, and you know, hats off to Zach Martin. I mean, this dude's a phenomenal athlete to get out there and you know take right tackle sets. His first, first, you know, real NFL game taking tackle sets, man. Hats off to him.
3: And uh, Joe, I was going to ask you about this, and, and great job, by the way, of shuffling over from center to play guard and stuff like that. And and, and with the, the line and the communication and all that, how did Tyler handle that, His really his first opportunity? Were you guys, were you trying to communicate through him, or was he communicating through all you guys when the, when you guys got going in the game
1: that way? You know what? Uh, Tyler Biotic came in there, and I mean, the kid wasn't a rookie when he got in that huddle, you know, and. I remember my first time playing center was in San Francisco, and I actually started in Seattle, and I know what that means to, you know, be on that field playing. But this dude came in, man, took command, you know. he You know, his preparation and whatnot, if you see this kid prepare, he's I mean, his details are outstanding. I mean, I can compare him to, you know, like an Alex Honnold. This dude is unreal at preparing. And, you know, he came in there, knew what he had to do, and I, I thought he played well.
0: It's the Joe Looney Show right here on your Home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan.
2: All right. This is a random question. I assume that all happy-go-lucky people are very frugal, Joe. Please tell me you drive like a 1996 Toyota Corolla or something, or, or, or did you use some of your NFL money?
1: You know what? I, I've I've used a little bit of my NFL no! money. I've used a little bit. You know, I, but I do I do have a truck. You know, just I had to get a truck. You know, for the whole for uh, Texas, and you know, I feel yeah. like you know playing for the Cowboys, you got to have a truck out here. So.
2: Yes, is it sir? run on diesel? What it you is. There? It's
1: diesel, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get that discount for state inspection, seven bucks.
0: <laughs> hey, I hear you, Joe. You got to have a nice truck. And I would say that's not a super flashy vehicle or anything like that. You're staying, you know, I would say in line with what Jeff's talking about. Unless it's like, is it a proper cowboy Cadillac? You get all the luxury stuff on it and all that.
1: Yeah, it's a a Denali. I'm sorry, guys. All right. All right. Oh, that is so badass. It's got a little lift on it, too. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I bet it's pretty. If we're being honest here.
0: (laughs) I got got the standard uh, GMC Sierra. I think think it's pretty cool, but I see those Denalis roll by, and I'm like, there it is.
1: I'll tell you what, man. I'm so blessed, man. Just blessed (laughs) to be able to drive that big tank down the road. Yeah, it looks smooth, too.
2: Joe, I rock a Honda Insight Hybrid, and I'll have you know I get 45 miles to the gallon.
1: Are you jealous? I'm very jealous. I'm very jealous. I could be saving some money on gas. You know, I'm just gonna start riding with you. You know, that's fine. I might, fine. Have, I might have to, to get move somewhere. the seat all the way back, though, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need to get somewhere with great mileage, I'll take you. And if I need to move a mattress, I'll give you a holler.
1: You remember the Nutty Professor when he got stuck in the uh, Dodge Viper? <laughs> yes, it's gonna be me. <laughs>
2: It's the
0: Joe Looney show here on the fan. Okay, how how is Tyron getting around today? You see him much?
1: Yeah, man, Tyron, he uh, he participated in practice today. He's looking real good, and, uh, you know, it's, it's always awesome to see him out practicing, man. You know, he's a phenomenal player and, you know, can definitely make an impact for our team.
2: How, how many weeks do you think it'll be before you realize that we're slow rolling in and then trying to get information out of you that the coaches <laughs> refuse to give us? Well, the general did a great job right
1: there with that question myself.
0: Oh, man, Tyron <laughs> well, would be great if he could play on Sunday. This Browns defensive front pretty tough, isn't it?
1: Yeah, you know, man, they're, they're pretty good. And I tell you what, um, you know, from watching film, man, these guys are really active up front. Um, and just saying that, you know, they're, they're constantly trying to get to the ball and uh, we got to definitely match their intensity going into the game. And but, uh, you know, I feel real good about our game plan man. our coaches, uh, you know, Philbin, Coach Philbin and Coach Blasco and, uh, you know, Kellen, man, they're putting together a great plan for us and feeling confident about it and going to go put it all out there on Sunday. Yeah, Joe, and you talk about watching
3: the tape, though, it, it looked like and I saw some myself, though, it looked like that they were moving Miles Garrett around. Is that one of those things where you try and you're thinking about, OK, we got to set protection. To kind of counter him, but they kind of play him at left end. They play him at right end. You see him sometimes at that defensive tackle spot. How do, how do you? You always have to keep your eye on him, don't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, anytime you got a player like that on the field, you definitely have to know where he's at. And um, you know, I, I think that's one of the great things about the NFL. And I talk about this all the time, but playing against you know the best guys in the world, and it's it's. It's kind of surreal, you know, you you get ready for a snap, you know, whether it's a run or a pass, you get in your stance and you look across and you see, you know, Miles Garrett, number 95. And you're like, man, this is, you know, this is an opportunity for me, too, to show, you know, that I'm a pretty good football player. So, I, I you know, I love it, man, you know, going against the best. And I think that's one of the great things about the NFL, you know, week in and week out. You know, I know we talk about, oh, well, this team isn't that good. But, you know, I'm the first to say, let me tell you, anybody, any player who's stepping on that field on Sunday is not sorry. You know, they're they're, they're, there for a reason and they are good at football. So, you know, it always gives you that opportunity to show that you're a good football player also.
2: It's interesting because that was kind of one of my questions today because you guys have played, just looking at the interior guys, it's Aaron Donald and it's Grady Jarrett and it's Jaron Reed and it's not really getting easier this year. There's so many good interior players. Oh, yeah. When is the last time in your football life you were walking onto the field and you were like, this guy's awful. I'm going (laughs) to smash this
1: dude. Man, I think it had to be in college. It had to be in college, man, because I tell you what, the NFL, I'll tell you this quick story. I walked into the NFL, and I was with the 49ers, and, uh, um, you know, we're doing our nine-on-seven drill. That's basically the offensive line, defensive line, linebackers, running backs. And, uh, you know, Justin Smith, you know, he's one of the greatest three techniques to ever walk. You know, he just grabbed Mikey Potty and kind of threw him on the ground. And, and, you know, I'm sitting back there, and, I'm you know, I'm in a two spot, and I'm waiting to go in, and I'm just looking around, and I'm like, does anybody see that? Like, you want me to go in there and, you know, do that, man? Like, I, I can't go in there. Coach, don't call me. But, yeah, man, you know, everybody in the NFL is good. And, you know, the my nine-year career, I have not played against anybody who was, you know, who can say that you could just walk up and be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to roll all over this dude. Joe, I always wondered to ask, and I don't think I've ever,
3: in all my years of scouting and doing stuff, ever asked this question on the offensive line. What is easier for you to
1: do to be a Pass blocker or to be a run blocker? Man, you know that's a it's a tough question because you know both have their their own techniques that you have to give their give time to. And uh, but I definitely say in the league nowadays, you know the, the league it's it's a passing league, and uh, you know you have to be able to you have to be able to pass block. And I think one of the things that helps you know offensive linemen is if you take a if you get a good set, you know you give yourself a chance in the NFL. You know, if you take a good set and, you know, put your put your hands and feet in the right place where they need to be, you give yourself a chance to win the rep.
0: It's Joe Looney with us. Okay, you mentioned the 49ers, and it reminded me, uh, uh, you, you know, you were accused of a dirty play against Minnesota a number of years ago, and afterwards you said, man, I was just trying to finish the play, no intent. What did you think of the Tristan Hill play against Chris Carson, and, and what's important to get through something like that if it happens to you?
1: Yeah, you know, I think – When you're out there on the field, you got so many things going through your head. And, you know, when we're in practice, our coaches are right there. So, you know, they're telling us, hey, finish, you know, cover the ball, get, you know, get to the, get, get guys to the ground and whatnot. And, you know, when you got that all going through your head and you're playing in the NFL, especially, you know, the, you know, we're, we're fighting in the game, stuff happens. And, you know, I don't think anything was malicious about it. And, uh, you know, Tristan's a great dude, man. You know, I don't think he, he's out there trying to hurt people. You know, I don't think that's any anybody's intent in the NFL. Any player. All
2: right. You guys you guys on offense are running at the fastest tempo in the NFL in terms of how long between plays. So so far you guys are the fastest. And I remember being out uh, at the Star a couple years ago and talking to Dave Campo about that, like, hey, how come NFL teams aren't willing to kind of go fast like colleges are? Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, the veterans will hate you. Because, you know, <laughs> so now you're a veteran now. You said it, nine years in the league. When uh-huh. you go fast, do you go back to the sideline like, hey, coach, chill out?
1: Nah, you know, I think the way we look at it, uh, you know, we call it, a, you know, it's a tempo method. And when you're up on the ball and you can, you know, you're, you're, you're constantly attacking a defense. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like General Patton's, you know, idea. You know, we're always going to be on the offensive. You know, we're always attacking these guys, you know. And uh, that, that goes back for us, too, as players. we got to make sure that we're in condition, that our bodies are ready to play. And, you know, because it's, it's given us a chance to win. So anything that gives us a chance to win, we're going to jump all over it.
0: Love it. Love to hear that. What do you think of the Titans having a COVID situation this week when you go into the Cowboys facility? Is that is that top of mind or uh, you know, what what do you think about it popping up in the league with the franchise?
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I think I, I definitely think um, you know, there's no way we could avoid this, man. Um, you know, COVID's definitely it's 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 a it's a wild situation we got going on. But, you know, here in the facility, I definitely feel like we're taking the right protocols and making sure that you know, we're doing everything the proper way to, to you know, make sure nobody's getting these, uh, you know, attracting the coronavirus. Uh, you know, we got the little connexons, We're wearing our masks and, you know, practicing the uh, physical distancing here in the facility. So I think we've been doing a good job of it.
2: As a younger man, were you an ice cream truck guy? Did you hear it coming through? You run out there and what do you get from the <laughs> ice cream truck? Oh
1: yes, sir. What was your go-to? Oh, man, my go-to was a cherry screwball
2: yes oh, yes I sir Okay, here we
1: go cherry screwball and you got to get the you know the the hot sausages that were in the jar i don't even know if they sell them anymore but the hot oh, sauce hot and, tamales no they were like a, it was like a like a hot sausage that they would sell in the jar i mean you know naturally ice cream truck selling hot oh. sausages, they got to but i would get a cherry screwball and a hot sausage man you know 70 75 cents
2: and Screwball was the one where you had the little gumball in the bottom and the, and the bottom little the wood cup. stick yeah. to oh, eat yeah. it with, right? Oh
1: yeah, yes sir, <laughs> man. Did you ever Fast. like the Bomb Pop? Were you a Bomb Pop guy at all? The red, white, and blue thing? Oh yeah, definitely was, man. So if it wasn't the Screw, the Screwball was definitely first, and then um, I, this one you guys might not even know about. Have you guys ever heard of the Choco Taco?
0: Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. oh
1: dudes!
0: Yeah. See, I'm more of an ice cream guy. Yeah, yeah. More of a, that's the classic dessert. A lot of the ice cream truck stuff to me always came off as more of a popsicle. Uh-huh. And I, you know, so the the choco taco is more down my lane. You know, yes, cookie sir. sandwiches stuff yes, like sir. that.
1: But I mean, if somebody offered me, you know, a Spider-Man, you know, you know the ice. Wolverine. Guy, you know, I'm I'm not gonna say no. I'm gonna politely <laughs> accept it.
2: Ninja Turtle. <laughs> of, Oh, I yeah. love it. All right, Joe Looney,
0: appreciate you. Best of luck on Sunday. Give him hell. We'll be pulling for you. All
1: right, guys, y'all have a blessed evening.
0: Yes, sir, you too.